Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And I'm over here in Medellin, Colombia, and our guest is actually in Fiji. And we've actually never had a guest in Fiji yet, so uh, looking forward to uh, talking about, uh, with her about life and living the dream in Fiji. Uh, so uh, to start off with, uh, Lizette, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourself for the sake of the people listening and watching. Hi, Ricky. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's uh, wonderful to be here. Uh, so a little bit about me. Well, um, we are a traveling family. We blended our family a little over a year ago now. And uh, we were two single parents that uh, were traveling and we met during our travels. We decided to join together and continue our traveling as a family of one instead of two. Um, I've been living in Fiji for seven years now. Um, so we met while in Australia, actually. We're both Aussies. Um, and now that we're traveling together, we spend, well, we treat Fiji like a base. Uh, we work here and we work six months of the year and we travel six months of the year. So that's how we're able to fund our travels. So uh, that, that's amazing about the journey you guys actually met uh, while traveling. Walk us through, how did that happen? Uh, tell us about the meeting point. Well, uh, actually, what actually happened was we, both being single parents, we were traveling Australia. I was doing a little part-time travel with my mum and my daughters, and John was doing a traditional, he was about to embark on a traditional lap of Australia, which is quite popular to do with his son. And uh, we actually... Uh, met in a Facebook page called Single Parent Wonderlusters. And it's a page, a support group for single parents who are traveling Australia and need help uh, and support for issues that they face that married couples and solo travelers without children would not face, you know, like safety concerns and education and social security issues and stuff like that. Um, and we actually joined. I, I think John was one of the original three founders. And I joined up when there was about 37 people in the group. So we all got to know each other well and supported each other. And, you know, we eventually crossed paths. And when we did, we hit it off. And we've been together ever since. It's not, and that group is not designed for people to meet people for love. But um, it happened for John and I. And we are, you know, really happy that we met and been able to do this together now. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, where have you traveled since meeting? Uh, how long ago was that that you guys met on the road and then how long have you been traveling together as a couple? So we met, um, we actually became uh, connected on Facebook in October 2000 and, um, oh, I'm trying to think, 2014. So we actually uh, met in the February 2015 and we started dating pretty much straight after. And from then we, well, it was really interesting because we actually had two very small setups. John had a rooftop tent on his car, uh, a boat, a four-wheel drive. I had a little tiny camper trailer on the back of the two-door car and we were just doing a bit of travel. So we decided that we were going to buy a bus and upgrade our, our uh, road travels in Australia because we're not always in Australia. So we only spend three to four months of the year traveling Australia. And we decided to buy this bus and make it a little bit more comfortable as a blended family, all starting to learn to live together and things like that. And uh, we decked it out. We turned it into a motorhome and we've been traveling Australia. We've gone from Melbourne to, so we've, the bus is currently in Mackay in storage, waiting for our return in a few weeks. 
and we've traveled Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam together. We've just come back from Vanuatu, hiking a uh, up to a volcano. And uh, in a few weeks' time, we've got a bit of work on here in Fiji in August, um, and a few weeks' time we go back to Australia and do a bit more travel. Sounds amazing. So you pretty much have the Brady Bunch, the travel version, right? Kind of. Uh, we've got like um, our children have grown up. So we've got six kids between us and, and five of them are now adults. We did have a couple more with us when we started our journey, but they've left to go and start their own lives. But we still have little Miss Six-Year-Old with us and she keeps us young and on our toes. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh, so I'm curious about uh, um, your journey to Fiji. So you're from Australia, you mentioned, and then you, uh, you know, crossed over the water there uh, and now you ended up in Fiji. Uh, walk us through why did you decide to move from Australia to Fiji? So it was actually a connection of travel. What actually happened was my love of travel started years and years ago. And in back in those days, I was working a nine to five job in a corporate world and I could only travel and my annual leave and, you know, on weekends and things like that. So I actually started to connect to Fiji quite often um, and coming over for four-day weekends. And through those uh, uh, regular trips, I connected with friends, made connections, which led to me uh, moving to Fiji. And then when I was living in Fiji, I, I got, you know, um, I, I'm a person that needs to keep busy. So I started to think, what am I going to do? And I turned my hobby of photography, I'm self-taught, and I turned my hobby of uh, photography into a business because there's lots of destination weddings in Fiji. And being an Australian and most of the marketing people that, people that come over and, and get married in Fiji are Aussies. So I was able to tap into that market and create a business for myself and it boomed. It went really well. So I'm still here. I haven't gone home. So that's amazing. Uh, tell us about life in Fiji. What are the, some of the amazing things about living there? And also, I'd love to hear about some of the struggles too. So tell us the good and the bad. Okay, so the great things are it's a tropical island. How can it not be perfect? We have a beautiful weather. It never gets cold. In fact, after seven years of being in Fiji, sometimes I'll go home to Australia in winter just to experience the cold, be able to wear boots and a scarf. But otherwise, we wear thongs, sarongs, T-shirts all year round. It's fantastic. Um, it's, it's, there's abundance of beautiful tropical fresh fruit, vegetables. The Fijians are so incredibly friendly and happy, and it's just such a wonderful place to be and come and visit. It's amazing. Okay, so the struggles of Fiji. Uh, it's very different living here to holidaying here. So you come as a holiday person, you get to have an amazing experience and go home. But when you're living here, there's a thing called Fiji time and it's real. So if you want anything done quickly, you've just got to learn to chill and take it in your stride. It's going to happen in Fiji time. <laughs> Any other struggles besides the time? No, it's a pretty cool place to be. It's 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 pretty easy and people make it wonderful. So no, I really can't say that there's that that's anything else other than that. Fiji time's a bit of a, a struggle for people who come from the Western world who are on time management and stressed all the time to have to learn to chill, but it ends up being a really good thing. Yeah, I think uh, you can hashtag island time. Uh, I was in Trinidad and Tobago a few weeks ago. Same thing. Uh, I think m most islands operate the same way, no matter what island it is anywhere in the world, right? 
Yes. <laughs> yes, they've got it right. Canada, which not. is an island as well, but it's obviously a continent country island rather than it's the, the largest continent in the earth and uh you know it's it's nothing island time about australia <laughs> at all <laughs> uh so tell us about uh fiji in terms of sightseeing uh, a lot of people are envious that's one of their bucket list items uh, i have never been there i've actually been to australia new zealand but i never made it over the water to fiji so what are the main uh, sightseeing attractions uh um you know obviously beaches stuff like that but walk us through the beauty of fiji Okay, the beauty of Fiji is first of all the people. The people make Fiji very unique and special. So no matter where you go in Fiji, you're going to be welcomed. And when they say bula, and when they want to know you and uh, welcome you, it's genuine. Um, it's wonderful. The places to see, a lot of people love, obviously, they come to Fiji, they want the coconut palm trees, they want the white sandy beaches, um, and they go searching for that. So there's plenty of islands to go visit. It's very well established as far as there's hotel choices. You've got your five stars through to your backpackers, your little bungalows on the beach. You can find it all here. The great things that I love about Fiji is it's um, it's got big sand dunes in Sigatoka. We've got some Beto mud pools where you can go and have uh, mud put on you and, and rinse off in a beautiful thermal pool. And and there's, um, you know, day trips out to sand banks that are only exposed on low tide. And you can go four-wheel driving through, through the centre of uh, Fiji and meet people who... Uh, find it unusual that you're visiting them right out that far, but uh, it's just a beautiful place. There's also still a village in Fiji where they uh, have held on to their traditions and all live in bores, which is wonderful. Yeah, it's definitely living the dream. And um, obviously, you got to make incomes. So you're working as well. Uh, you mentioned you do uh, wedding photography. So tell us about uh, how did you set up the business and how did you grow it? So I was very lucky. I started in, in the industry when it wasn't quite developed um, as it is now. And I was an Australian that could say I'm an Australian living in Fiji. So I think I had, I was self-taught. I wasn't um, very strong in my photography skills when I started, but I had a strong work ethic and I delivered exactly what I promised. And that gave me some great reviews. And over the years, I have um, developed my skills and I'm, um, I'm confident to say which is in the country and we've been able to grow our little business into having several photographers which we've trained now and they actually look after things while we're traveling so it's worked out really quite well we've just introduced videography because now that John's coming over to live in Fiji we've um, created that so he's going to look after that side of the things for us and create some other services that we can offer our clients and uh, how is it with your marketing? Is it pretty much word of mouth? Or tell us about some of the different marketing tools you use uh, to get the clients uh, for the des destination weddings. We have, um, we've just recently upgraded our website. Everything to do with uh, initially and even now is all through online. So we use social media, we use Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have a blog on our website which we like to highlight people's weddings so that people can connect and relate and see our style. Um, word of mouth definitely does happen. We have a lot of repeat clients that come back for holidays and baby shoots and things like that, which is wonderful. But primarily we're wedding photographers. So there's Facebook pages such as I was married in Fiji um, which has got a great following and people get in there and ask questions and others recommend us we're able to advertise our services in there and that's how people connect with us so there might be someone watching or listening who's thinking about a wedding in Fiji what are the top places uh, to have a wedding you've already already obviously 
shot at uh, you know uh, dozens of weddings there. Any of your favorites uh, for uh, couples to get married at? Well, it's so diverse. It depends on what people want. And I was head of us to get married. I think about Royal Davui, Tokariki Island Resort. If you're a young couple with family and you've got a lot of families coming, there's the Intercontinental in Fiji, which is a beautiful five-star resort on the mainland. Um, I myself am getting married in Fiji in December. And we've decided to do something a little different. We've um, actually hiring the services of Taste Fiji, which is a fantastic uh, restaurant here in um, Nandi. And they uh, do weddings and they cater and style for weddings as well. And we're actually going onto their property and they're going to, we're gonna get married in the pine forest trees and uh, have a sunrise wedding, which is a little different for Fiji, but that's what we're doing. So there's so many things you can do. It's so diverse, it's wonderful. So uh, any tips for someone who wants to get married in Fiji in terms of the cost, in terms of logistics, planning, uh, because it is obviously a lot more difficult to do something overseas than you would do back in your hometown or exactly. home country or home continent. Um, any tips for those aspiring Fiji weddingers? Definitely. I would say um, hire the services of a great uh, planner uh, that specializes in Fiji not somebody who doesn't. Uh, the planners who specialize in Fiji, Google will tell you who they are. Uh, we've got One Love Fit Weddings with uh, Kylie Stewart. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Viewer Weddings with Mandy Forrester-Jones. We've got I Was Married in Fiji with Leanne Owens. These are three top specialists who can organize weddings in Fiji who know us. They've actually come to Fiji many times. They know many suppliers. They have a relationship with them. And there's no such thing as Fiji time because they're actually connecting with with the suppliers instead of you because if you directly email the resorts you're gonna wait things in Fiji don't happen until they need to happen that's the beauty of Fiji so I often see people freaking out saying oh my gosh our weddings in six months and our coordinator hasn't contacted us that's normal they'll contact you six weeks before or six days they only that's what they do you know if you are somebody that wants a little bit more control and if you want somebody who wants a little bit more hands-on as far as things being attended to quickly and earlier, then definitely hire the services of specialists. Like yourself, you know, you know, a specialist, a photographer, a videographer. Uh, so thanks for sharing. Uh, we didn't talk too much about your travel blog, so uh, why didn't you That's walk okay. through the travel blog as well? So we are Blended Family Road Trip. Uh, we uniquely travel Australia in a vintage 50-year-old bus that's just gorgeous. We love it. Uh, we're doing that very slowly. We have a 10-year plan because we're only there for a few months of the year. We, we also travel overseas as soon as we get a chance. We're, I've got our backpacks on and we're discovering more of the world together. And then also we're going to start documenting more about Fiji uh, about the islands. We've recently been to Vanuatu, amazing, and just give people inside tips and local hints and things like that that are going to help them when they come and visit. So you mentioned a 10-year plan. Uh, give us a lowdown. What is, uh, what's included in the 10-year plan? The 10-year plan is to do a traditional lip, well, lap, should say. So uh, we've started up in Melbourne with the bus and we've slowly worked up the East Coast and we're, we're, we're actually going back in a few weeks' time to do the traditional Cape York adventure, which is four-wheel driving only uh, through a, a very rough track going through very deep waters, croc-infested, all that sort of thing. We're going to go do that. And we'll eventually make our way round. And what the goal is is that hopefully in that time, we will find a little piece of uh, paradise for us 
we will uh, find somewhere we can go back to, build one of our tiny homes that we love and, and, and plan to do one time and settle down. Maybe in 10 years' time, 15 years' time. We've got no particular plan as time frame. We want to do it in our time and do it as it suits us. But that's the goal, is to find where in Australia we want to settle and uh, spend, you know, some time, considerable time. And why, why Australia instead of Fiji? Because you're obviously loving the dream life in Fiji. I'm curious, why, why return to Aussie? We, well, the thing is, we've already found our piece of paradise in Fiji. We know we want to be here. We, we, we are becoming citizens next year and uh, we are going to build a house here and plan our days here as well. But why not have a bit of both, you know? We want to spend some time in Australia in our retirement and some time in Fiji. And we're getting to the age where we've got to start planning for that now. So that is why we are going to look for somewhere in Australia so that eventually when work slows down and we're focusing just on travel, we can move back and forth between the two countries easily. Sounds good. Uh, I absolutely love Australia. I spent three years there and actually uh, did a whole perimeter around the country, around the continent. Uh, started in Darwin, went to Cairns, down the... Uh, Queensland, Brisbane area, uh, you know, Fraser Island, uh, Whitsundays, uh, into Sydney, then uh, from Sydney down to Melbourne, then Adelaide, then took the train across to Perth, and then from Perth uh, to Broome, and then from Broome over to, um, you know, Alice Springs area, and then uh, came back to Sydney. So literally the whole loop, and also I forgot to say I covered Canberra and Tasmania, so pretty much the whole country. You, Ricky, you have done what we're planning to do. We Aussies been there for 45 years of our lives and we have not done that much yet. Well done. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada, and I haven't actually done Cross Canada yet, so that's on my bucket list <laughs> to do Cross Canada. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we see our own backyard as well as see other backyards. We don't want to limit ourselves. So uh, to end off here, if people wanted to uh, get married in Fiji, hire you as a photographer, uh, tell us about the websites, uh, both the wedding-related ones and your travel blog. How can they connect with you? Okay, so our wedding photography is www.lazettephotography.com. Um, and we'd be more than happy to chat to anyone about their wedding and videography needs, put them in contact with specialists if they need assistance. Um, and... Our, bl our blendedfamilyroadtrip.com is our travel uh, blog. So anyone wants to touch base with us and uh, connect and find out more about Fiji, we're more than happy to help. Well, thanks so much for your time today. You know, uh, we're definitely envious of you as listeners and viewers being over there in uh, beautiful Fiji, enjoying island life, enjoying the food, the culture, the people, the lifestyle. So thanks again for your time. Happy travels and... Uh, Maybe we'll run into you somewhere down the road, either here in South America, maybe in Canada, maybe in Australia, or maybe in your backyard in Fiji. Thank you so much, Ricky. It's been lovely to chat to you. So thanks again, uh, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Online Mastery, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world to beautiful places such as I am in, Medellin, Colombia, 